Click now on the link in the description and get this full audiobook for free. Oddly, only one of the others was waiting for him. Yezrian. Had the other eight all died? It was possible. The battle had been so furious this time, one of the worst. The enemy was growing increasingly tenacious. But no. Kalak frowned as he stepped up to the base of the spire. Seven magnificent swords stood proudly here, driven point-first into the stone ground. Each was a masterly work of art, flowing in design, inscribed with glyphs and patterns. He recognized each one. If their masters had died, the blades would have vanished. These blades were weapons of power beyond even shard blades. These were unique, precious. Yezrian stood outside the Ring of Swords, looking eastward. Yezrian? The figure in white and blue glanced toward him. Even after all these centuries, Yezrian looked young, like a man barely into his thirtieth year. His short black beard was neatly trimmed, though his once fine clothing was scorched and stained with blood. He folded his arms behind his back as he turned to Kalak. What is this, Yezrian? Kalak asked. Where are the others? Departed. Yezrian's voice was calm, deep, regal. Though he hadn't worn a crown in centuries, his royal manner lingered. He always seemed to know what to do. You might call it a miracle. Only one of us died this time. Talonel, Kalak said. His was the only blade unaccounted for. Yes. He died holding that passage by the northern waterway. Kalak nodded. Talon had a tendency to choose seemingly hopeless fights and win them. He also had a tendency to die in the process. He would be back now, in the place where they went between desolations. The place of nightmares. Kalak found himself shaking. When had he become so weak? Yezrin, I can't return this time. Kalak whispered the words, stepping up and gripping the other man's arm. I can't. Kalak felt something within him break at the admission. How long had it been? Centuries, perhaps millennia of torture. It was so hard to keep track. Those fires, those hooks, digging into his flesh anew each day, searing the skin off his arm, then burning the fat, then driving to the bone. He could smell it. Almighty, he could smell it. Leave your sword, Yezrian said. What? Yezrian nodded to the ring of weapons. I was chosen to wait for you. We weren't certain if you had survived. Uh, a decision has been made. It is time for the Oath Pact to end. Kalak felt a sharp stab of horror. What will that do? Ishar believes that so long as there is one of us still bound to the Oath Pact, it may be enough. There is a chance we might end the cycle of desolations. Kalak looked into the Immortal King's eyes. Black smoke rose from a small patch to their left. 
Groans of the dying haunted them from behind. There, in Yezrian's eyes, Kalak saw anguish and grief, perhaps even cowardice. This was a man hanging from a cliff by a thread. Almighty above, Kalak thought. You're broken too, aren't you? They all were. Kalak turned and walked to the side, where a low ridge overlooked part of the battlefield. There were so many corpses, and among them walked the living. Men in primitive wraps carrying spears topped by bronze heads. Juxtaposed between them were others in gleaming plate armor. One group walked past, four men in their ragged tanned skins or shoddy leather joining a powerful figure in beautiful silver plate. Amazingly intricate. Such a contrast. Yezrian stepped up beside him. They see us as divinities, Kalak whispered. They rely upon us, Yezrian. We are all that they have.